You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Uh, the National Consumer Commission is calling on all manufacturers of peanut butter to start testing their products. Now, earlier this month, various stores had to recall their peanut butter product from uh, shelves because uh, it had elevated levels of aflatoxin, which may cause harm to human beings. Now, it appears that many others uh, may also be affected. And today uh, we are hoping to try and get to understand what exactly aflatoxin is and how it affects us as humans if or when we consume it. Now, Cindy Moodley is the owner-director of Nandi Solutions, which specializes in food quality and safety regulations, and she's here to help us gain better understanding. Cindy, let's just start by understanding in simple terms, what is aflatoxin? So certainly, um, when it comes to aflatoxins, very simply put, it's basically a very harmful substance um, and it's quite dangerous and it's made by certain types of molds, which can actually grow on foods such as your peanuts, your corns and grains. And you find that they kind of grow on these products, especially when it's very hot and humid. Um, and they can also grow if they are not properly dried or stored correctly. So once they are contaminated with these molds, you'll find that these are the aflatoxins that you would find on peanuts. So peanuts, peanut butter products uh, and these sort of things have been with us uh, forever. So what is different yes. this time around? Why are we suddenly seeing uh, this uh, alert around aflatoxin? So it's very important, like I said, it depends on your weather conditions, and it also starts at the harvesting and the processing and storage of these peanuts. So if it's improperly stored or processed, um, especially during uh, very hot and humid conditions, you are going to find increased levels of aflatoxins. So for manufacturers and producers of this kind of product, they need to be very vigilant on their processing and their storage. So this is why we're finding a lot of it now out in the market. Um, and as you know, peanuts is very susceptible to this type of contamination. So it's very important to understand the regulated limits of this and how to store it and process it. So we told that this could be harmful uh, to humans if they consume uh, these peanut products with high levels of aflatoxin. So is, that, is, is it actually poisonous? And, and how exactly will it affect someone's health? Okay, so what's important to note is based on the level of aflatoxin uh, exposure, also the duration of the exposure and the person's susceptibility and their health status. Um, There can be several health effects. So some of those health effects that you're looking at basically is liver damage. So aflatoxins are basically, um, you find that the metabolic activity of it is in the liver. So if you start consuming very high levels um, of aflatoxin, or the contaminated peanuts, over a period of time, you can actually develop liver damage. Um, And obviously, this is because of chronic exposure to the aflatoxins. Um, Also, uh, people with very weakened immune systems are more prone to be getting sicker quicker uh, because it will take a toll on their immune system. So it is quite a serious one over a period of time. And also, the exposure to children is uh, is very bad because it can lead to growth 
impairment as well as developmental issues. So if you're consuming contaminated peanuts over a period of time, most likely you're going to end up with a chronic uh, condition. So does that mean that you have to consume it, as you say, over a period of time before you notice any symptoms or um Could it be for some people, for example, Cindy, who would sit and eat peanut butter with a teaspoon, uh, would that show up sooner? You know, how does it actually work? So, so it can. So remember, if someone is allergic to peanuts, this is going to show up very quickly, like literally within minutes or seconds, because their level of tolerance is going to be very low because they're susceptible to it. So it also depends on the level of the exposure to the aflatoxin, the duration of exposure. And also remember, if you're quite sickly or immunocompromised, then you're going to find it quite quickly. Now, in terms of symptoms, for example, to your point, If you are going to end up in a serious uh, with a serious issue, what you're going to find is if you've consumed the peanut butter, the affected peanut butter, you're going to have symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, jaundice, and in most severe cases, obviously liver damage. But now what happens is once you've consumed it, you're going to get those reactions immediately. It's in a a matter of seconds. Um, And people with a condition or allergic to peanuts go into something called anaphylactic shock, which means that you know your airways start to seize up you'll feel nauseous you'll feel hot you'll start feeling all the allergic reactions and you actually have to get to an emergency room immediately so just finally cindy uh, we know that the national consumer commission has asked uh, all the retailers to test uh, their products and uh, to send the mm-hmm. results to the ncc uh, are these manufacturers or the retailers uh, likely to be held liable or find uh, or some kind of penalty will uh, or should they face if something is found to be untoward so so that's a very good question a great question actually so in terms of asking the retailers to test it's actually a very good uh, proactive measure obviously it is reactive based on what's happened but in light of the seriousness of this uh, what will happen is if there's any identified contaminated products then we would be able to trace and uh, remove those out of the market as well because there's probably more out there um, and then the other important point to note is with regards to the manufacturers and pr- producers of this there would be a regulatory action for this. So if high levels of aflatoxins are detected in these products, these the responsible parties could be held liable. So this could be including your recalls, imposing fines, or implementing stric- stricter and monitoring enforcement measures to prevent future incidents. So uh, it's all dependent on what the NCC uh, finds from the manufacturers, and then they would take it from there. But there definitely could be some serious steps with regards to this, especially with the processors and producers of this product. Well, thanks so much for your time. Cindy Moodley, owner and director of Anandi Solutions, which specializes in food quality and safety regulations. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.